Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, it is Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Our thanks again to Tom Brady Sr. was with us on the Goodyear hotline as his son gets set to start the NFL season tonight. Bucks and Cowboys. Lots of we have a, a green list dedicated to the start of the NFL season coming up in just a few minutes. Lots of time in this hour for your calls. I will tell you when to call. We will get a lot of your big time predictions in today looking for, as we did yesterday, outrageous predictions you genuinely believe to be true. All of that is coming, but I, I need to just a little more explanation for my main man, Hembo. So again, just to reset quickly, we talked about this yesterday. Hembo's wife for their second wedding anniversary told him he did not need to get her a gift which, as I explained to him, means that he needs to get her a gift. You're, you told me that you're very concerned about getting her the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. I got a text from our friend Bonnie Bernstein. You know Bonnie. She texted me uh, this. Please let Hembo know the two words that are the panacea for a man's bad taste are gift receipt. <laughs> very simple. <laughs> Just put a gift receipt in the box, whatever it is you get, and then she can bring it back and get whatever you whatever she wants. And you made this point clear yesterday, I believe, but can you please confirm? No lingerie? No, no. That was a huge mistake. That was um, when my wife and I were just first dating. We weren't any married yet or anything, and for her birthday, I, I bought her some stuff at Victoria's Secret, and candidly, it... <laughs> She still brings it up uh, as a, an example of what an idiot I am. So uh, that would not be my advice. I guess you got to kind of read the room. Mm. I don't know Lizzie well enough to know, and it's certainly not my business to know whether that would be how that would be received. In my case, not well. Okay. <laughs> that said, I need to explain one thing to you because you're sitting here and you keep saying to me, well, why is it that she doesn't just tell me what she wants? Here's what I will tell you. A marriage is very much like autocorrect on your phone. Every once in a while, the words don't seem to make sense. You have to just figure out what they meant. Don't just pay attention to what they say. Try and figure out what they meant. That's much like autocorrect. You ever get a text and you say, okay, I know this isn't what she meant to say. Of course. Let me try and figure out what she meant. That's what marriage is. Marriage is figuring out what got autocorrected and what it really meant. So, my whole life, I have essentially taught myself to give people the benefit of the doubt, to take them at their word. And mm. what you are telling me is that I have to untrain myself of that. That's correct. That's exactly right. We're making right. progress here. Yes, that, that, now you understand that. That's just, you must disabuse yourself of the notion that from this point forward, and I'm talking now about the rest of your life, that you will be told things and you should assume that they are exactly what you should be taking from them. This is an interpreter. You need an interpreter, right? This is much like at the United Nations. You know, you'll hear a guy and someone will be out there. Oh, buenos dias, como esta? And you'll hear an English voice saying, hello, everybody. Good day. How are you? That's what you need. I need the UN guy. I'm your interpreter. You're my UN guy. I'm interpreting your marriage. Speaking of autocorrect, this still doesn't sit right with me. I mentioned this early on, but it's still happening. So I tried this on my phone. I just have the same phone everybody else has, right? I typed the word test into my phone. Just type the word test, T-E-S-T, test, into your phone. Do you know what comes up when I type the word test into my phone? What word? It autocorrects it to yeet. Y-E-E-T, yeet. (laughs) And I'm confused by this because what algorithm is it that is correcting test? 
to yeet in my phone, I can assure you, I don't use yeet all the time. Ever? I have used it. You have used yeet? Yes. More than test? Unlikely. I mean, I don't keep track of those things. But the point I'm making is that I believe what has happened, because every time I mention this, my kids giggle. I think they have done that to me. I think they, there is a function in the phone, I believe, where you can change words. So you can, like, program it so that if I type in test, it will come up yeet. And I think that they think (laughs) it's super funny that this is happening, and I can't make it stop. You sound like that on Facebook right now. What's that? You sound like that on Facebook right now. Like what on Facebook? Like you don't understand technology. What, you're telling you me that you have, understand why the word test is autocorrecting to yeet on I, my phone? I think it's likelier a fluke than a massive family conspiracy. No, I think it's a family conspiracy. What do you mean it's a fluke? Why in the hell would test become yeet on my phone? <laughs> you it, said you have typed it before. I've, of course I've typed it before. There's lots of words I've typed before. But yeet is not among the words that most people type. It's a fairly uncommon word. So you're telling me there's an algorithm that if people, if anyone at any time uses an uncommonly used word, they will just set something yes. to autocorrect yes. to that? For example, yes. My, my father-in-law's name is Dan. When I type that in my phone, DAC comes up. D-A-K. <laughs> because I work at ESPN. That's how it works. But you must type the word DAC into your phone all the time. Yeah, I, I never yeah. use yeet. I'm a 54-year-old man. When the hell am I typing yeet into my phone? If you say to me, Greeny, you want to go get some pizza after the show, I'm not going to write back, yeet. <laughs> when I got hit with the, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the helmet today that Damian Woody smashed, I'm not going to say he yeeted it right into my chest. How is your chest, by the way? It hurts. But that's neither here nor there. So one way or another, I got all kinds of problems. I'm going to figure out my texting situation. You're going to figure out your gifting situation, and everything will be fine. Look like a million bucks with Dollar Shave Club. Upgrade to a DSC six-blade razor for a noticeably smooth shave thanks to their six-precision-cut stainless steel blades. Find your perfect shave wherever you shop, in-store, and online at dollarshaveclub.com. That's dollarshaveclub.com. All right. The list is what determines who matters in this business. Well, only one place to do the green list today as the NFL season kicks off tonight with the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. Here are the top five things you need to know about the NFL season beginning, not just about tonight's game, but about week one of the NFL season. I didn't put these in any particular order. Number one, 44 year old Tom Brady makes his 300th career start tonight as the Bucs go in search of back to back titles against the Cowboys. Brady, of course, was the quarterback of the NFL's last repeat champion in 2003 and 2004. Number four. While Brady has been a constant in the NFL, many teams are making a change at quarterback. There are 15 teams that will have a different starting quarterback from last year's season opener, which is tied for the second most year-over-year change in the Super Bowl era. We thought it was going to be the year of quarterback musical chairs, and we were right. Number three. The best game of the weekend, I think, is Sunday Chiefs-Browns. Patrick Mahomes, in his career, is 10-0 in September with 32 passing touchdowns and zero interceptions. The Browns, meanwhile, have not won a season opener since 2004. It's the longest winless streak in season openers all time, 16 straight. There is a tie in there, which is why it's not described as a losing streak. It is a winless streak. 
But you want to talk about the immovable object meeting the resistible force. Mahomes is 32 touchdowns, no picks, and 10-0 and in September. The Browns haven't won a season opener since 2004. Number two. The Jaguars will hand the ball to number one overall pick Trevor Lawrence, taking on the Texans. The last 13 quarterbacks taken with the top pick are winless in their first NFL starts. You want irony? The last one to win, David Carr in 2002, playing for the Texans. That's correct. A team so bad with an offensive so bad, offensive line so bad, it literally beat the career out of him. That's who goes up against Trevor Lawrence and Jackson. Number one. And it is a great week one. There are five games week one between teams that both made the playoffs last year. Steelers, Bills, Seahawks, Colts, Browns, Chiefs, Packers, Saints, Bears, Rams. According to Elias, that is tied for the most week one games between playoff teams from a previous season in NFL history. And those are just five things you need to know as we kick off the NFL season tonight. And I couldn't be more excited about it. Again, I gave you my playoff picks, all of my KOD picks a little bit earlier here. And I'll run through those again and uh, set aside a few minutes here in about 20 minutes. Uh, it will be your turn here. I want your season predictions. I want your hot takes. I want the hottest, most outrageous prediction you are willing to make and defend. One that you genuinely believe is going to happen. I will tell you when to call. That'll be in just a few minutes. But coming up next, the most important things that can happen this NFL season will happen. And I'll tell you exactly what they are after this word from Select Quote. You know, some things have been low on our to-do list, but life insurance can no longer be one of them. If you're like me with a wife and kids, you need to protect them. You need Select Quote. Select Quote's been helping families for over 35 years. Get your free quote at SelectQuote.com. At SelectQuote.com. Back in a flash on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. This is Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear hotline. I think this is kind of interesting. The scoop. It literally just came into my email box this minute. And this is according to Fanatics. 
The top-selling NFL jersey, what do you think it is? Do you know or, or, or not? I don't know. Can I guess? Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, Justin Fields. Justin Fields is four. Is it Mac Jones? Mac Jones is two. That's the headline here. Number one is Josh Allen. Hmm. The Josh Allen's jersey is number one. Mac Jones is two. Tom Brady is three. Fields is four, and Patrick Mahomes is five. That's according to Fanatics. Um, that just, I just find that interesting that Mac Jones jumped up that high. I guess it makes sense because he got named the starter and all that kind of stuff, and he and Fields, and we'll see what happens. I literally just came into my box, and look, we talked to Tom Brady Sr. a little bit earlier today, and on this day where the season starts, ESPN Stats and Info did a really nice list of all the things that Brady could accomplish this year, and I think it's worth just sort of running them down quickly. He could set, among other things, the career record for passing yards. He will do that easily. He needs 1,100 yards. He will set the career record for completions. He needs 364 of those. He will do that easily. He needs five, three, or more passing touchdown games. He can become the first quarterback, this is incredible, to win more than one game after his 44th birthday. Vinny Testaverde is the only quarterback ever to win a game as the starting quarterback at the age of 44 or older. He won one. By week two, Brady will have set that record and be off and running with it. He will tonight be the first player ever to make 300 career starts, and if he beats the Patriots week four, he will have beaten all 32 teams in the NFL. And then the most important one, and this is what I meant when I said the most important thing that could happen in the NFL this season will happen He could tie Michael Jordan for the most MVPs in a championship game or round amongst any of the four major sports. NFL, baseball, basketball, hockey. Jordan with six finals MVPs. Tom Brady could equal that if he were to to get his sixth Super Bowl MVP. And that really is the comparison. You know, Tom Brady is in that unique situation, and we talked to his dad about it this morning. He's not competing with Aaron Rodgers. He's not competing with Patrick Mahomes. He's not competing with Lamar Jackson or any of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He's competing with ghosts. He's competing with history. And it's not even quarterbacks because he has surpassed Joe Montana and Terry Bradshaw and John Unitas and anyone else you want to put in that discussion. Brady is the unquestioned GOAT of football. So he's competing with Jordan. He's competing with Gretzky. He's competing with Ruth. He's competing with Ali. He's competing with the greatest legends in the history of American and I suppose international sports. And that got me to thinking about Jordan. And I was thinking about Jordan further yesterday as I was watching Derek Jeter's Hall of Fame speech. And I mentioned on this show yesterday how he reminds me of Jordan. Jeter has always reminded me a little bit of Jordan, and I was extremely pleased that I had made those comments when I heard Jeter in his Hall of Fame speech yesterday say this. To this day, I remember every time I was doubted. I, I, uh, I made and I still make a mental note. So I was and I'm going to prove doubters wrong. You know, it's what drove me and it still drives me today. Thank you to uh, the baseball writers, all but one of you, who voted for me. I mean, I just love it. I just love it. I love the petty in the Hall of Fame speech. Who does that remind you of? Immediately. He didn't call them all out by name, but that's what Michael Jordan did. When Michael Jordan went into the Hall of Fame, he started talking about all the people he was better than. 
And there's Derek Jeter up there talking about all the people who doubted him, and he'll never forget it. And Tom Brady, who said during this offseason, oh, yeah, you're, you, I told some coach, you're going to stick with that guy instead of me? That's the thread of commonality amongst these great ones. And Jeter is in that class as a star. He's not in that class as a player. Derek Jeter does not equal Tom Brady or Michael Jordan as a shortstop. But as a legend and as a figure in the sport, he does. And Michael Jordan is still the most popular basketball player in the world that has been retired for 20 years. Derek Jeter is still the most popular baseball player in America, and he's been retired for six years. And so I winced when I saw your tweet yesterday, Hembo, in which you described Derek Jeter as overrated because I could not fathom the reaction that you were going to get. Yes, um, but that actually... (laughs) Derek Jeter was overrated as a player, just in the sense of the value that he produced didn't quite equal the public perception of him. But that obviously is missing the forest through the the tree. Excuse me. I also tweeted, Derek Jeter could unretire, play in 546 consecutive losses, and still own a winning record for his career. And what happened, Greeny, was like this invasion of internet troglodytes into my mentions with every single thing wrong with Derek Jeter. And that, I think, is something that needs to be addressed merely because that is also missing the forest through the trees on the day in which he went into the Hall of Fame. If you are citing his career defensive run saved or ultimate zone rating or anything else that he didn't do on that day, you're, mi- you're, you're the one there that's missing out. This is a guy that produced 2,000 runs in his career. He was the most clutch player in baseball history. We can objectively say he didn't do this one thing well. But that's the definition of missing the forest through the trees. You can know? you? Go ahead. I'm, uh, like, can you, like, you, you, when you tweet something like that, it's to needle people. You know you're going to get a reaction. You're taking a shot at this man who deserves to be honored and, and is a great player. The, but that's what you got, like, the numbers, the numbers. Let's go to the numbers. Leave the numbers alone. Let's see what he did on the field and what he led this organization to and what people believe and everyone would have taken him on their team. Like, Hembo, you lost this one. You did this on purpose, you. You didn't want to listen. Uh, that is all true. But I w- <laughs> because, because, the, because Derek Jeter is so polarizing. That's what's so interesting Why is me. he polarizing? Be- there's a certain... Because sub- people hate the Yankees? Because people hate the Yankees. People, people can point to objective things like I did and say, he wasn't this good at this one thing that you all told me he was good at, and that nullifies everything else. I can separate the two. Two things can be true at once. He could have not been a good shortstop, and he was not. He cost his teams a lot more runs than he saved. But he's also one of the 15 or 20 greatest hitters that ever lived. He is the greatest postseason player of all time. And it's not a coincidence that he hit atop the best lineup in baseball for a decade. Nuno, all of those things can be true, and you can point all of those things out. Okay, but people's issue is doing it on this day, right? Like, it's, I think it's that, right? I think it's the, hey, we know what you mean, right? Like, what we've been talking about the last day, day and a half, that your wife said she didn't want anything for her anniversary. We all knew she was lying. So when you do this, <laughs> I tweet, know. Uh, well, I, Okay, <laughs> like what? But when you do this, it's it's this taking a shot at him to kind or Yankee fans to tweet to tweak him. Like I know Met fans hate him. Like Bubba probably hates him. Like it's Bubba. Do you hate Derek Jeter? Uh, no. 
How do you hate Derek Jeter? Like, Derek Jeter was the epitome of class, professionalism, and leadership. He handled himself as a the way you would want any professional ball player or any super high-profile person to do so. He didn't have a whiff of controversy over a 20-year career in which he was romantically linked to basically every uh, famous woman in America. Um, and he... he. I mean, he was a little overrated, but I mean, I don't hate him. Okay, so see, this is the point. Like, you're, you're doing the same thing. You're just trying to be cute here. Derek Cheater was not overrated. Derek Cheater, by anyone who actually understands, no one sat here and said, well, Derek Cheater belongs on the list of the greatest players of all time. Derek Cheater was not as good a shortstop as Alex Rodriguez. Derek Cheater was not as good a player as Mickey Mantle or as Babe Ruth. But I don't think anyone with a shred of baseball knowledge ever thought he was. I think people who followed his career and watched him had him exactly right. He was a super clutch, outstanding offensive player who played shortstop just kind of well enough and was an extraordinary leader on teams that won all the time, all the time. And if he had done that in Minnesota or he had done it in Tampa or he had done it with the Angels, it wouldn't have gotten as much attention because he wears the Yankees. But that's life. I mean, sometimes the happenstance is what actually determines everything in life. He was at the right place at the right time. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. You just pointed out the counter-argument that every person makes when it comes to Derek Jeter. If you just swapped him and Barry Larkin, very similar players if you look at their careers in the regular season on the aggregate, who's to say that those things don't go differently? But the point to make is the one you made yesterday— Lots of players have had those chances. Lots of players, lots of players did not have those chances. But when you actually do them, they have to count for something. Like, he didn't go 0 for 200 in the playoffs. The Yankees went 97 and 61 in the playoffs in the games in which he played. That's not a coincidence either. So, like, I understand the whole if he played in Kansas City or Detroit thing. I do. But he didn't, and that's not how life works. That's not how, that's not how sports work, and that's what makes sports great. You know what? I've said this before, and I'll say it again, and I will leave this thought at this. Any super successful person that you ever meet who when you ask them to describe the reasons what are the what what reasons would you give for your success that does not include good fortune is either lying to you or lying to themselves good fortune is a part of absolutely everyone's success of all time Derek Jeter got drafted by the right team at the right time he didn't do anything wrong. He just happened to show up. And did the circumstances elevate him? Of course they did. That's called life. All right, let's get to the phones here. And Barry Larkin was an MVP. Jeter wasn't, though. So let's go sorry. to. <laughs> nice, nice try, though. Oh, my goodness. Larkin Met, for the win. I'm, I'm taking the Met fan out of this conversation. Uh, my phone number is 888-SAY-ESPN. It is time now for your hot takes. I want your outrageous NFL predictions that you're willing to back up. I want something that sounds outrageous, but that you genuinely believe is going to happen in your prediction for this NFL season. 888-SAY-ESPN. Your call's next. ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. 
Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Greeny, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio, coming to you live as always from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Coming to your phone calls in just a second. And then, Hembo, what did you tell me? You have a statistic. What is it? What is the number you're going to give me? I have a number, Greeny, that is going to impact how you view this game tonight. How you, how, how a you number view the that NFL is going to tonight. change my perspective on Bucks cowboys Yes, you have said all week the Bucks are going to win in a route. And right. I have one number that I think will change your mind on the spot. Okay, so everyone needs to hear that before they consider making a wager, if that indeed is part of your lifestyle. So we will get that number from Hembo in a couple of minutes. But right now it is time for you to be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back. So are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. So we did this yesterday, and I really enjoyed it. Lines are open now at 888-SAY-ESPN. Here's what I want from you. I want your hottest take, your most outrageous prediction on this upcoming NFL season that you believe is going to happen. All of us think crazy things are going to happen, and we don't usually say them out loud. I'm asking you to say it out loud. 888-SAY-ESPN. Here we go. Bubba, who's first up? Yeah, first we'll go to Ryan. Ryan, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Ryan, give me a hot take that you believe. I believe on November 22nd, Monday night, the New York Giants are going to give the Bucks the first loss of the season. Oh, very nice. So November 22nd, I don't have the numbers in front of me. That feels like it's about week 12-ish. Is that right? Something in that neighborhood that would get Tampa... Something like 11 and 0. See, I've been saying over and over again, I believe that the Buccaneers and Tom Brady, this is the one thing he's never done, is the perfect season. I think he'll go for it. It's week 11. So we'll see what happens. Look, didn't the Giants play them tough last year? Am I remembering yes, that right, Nuno? Yes, they did. They, right? They, they, they played them a tough game like late in the season, right? Like, like not, not early when the Buccaneers were struggling. Correct. When late, was that it game? It was on a Monday night. Yeah. Late in the season. Late in the season. So... When they were already starting to get good, I think the Giants gave them a tough game. I don't think that's outrageous at all. Ryan, I like that take. Bubba, who's next? We got John. All right, John, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. John, give me an outrageous prediction that you believe. Greeny, I believe the Green Bay Packers are going to go undefeated this year, and Aaron Rodgers, every year afterwards, is going to be opening up a bottle of 50-year-old scotch. Wow. Oh, Packers unbeaten. Let me pull their schedule up here. I love that. I mean, do I expect it? No, but I think that perfectly fits within the framework of what we're doing here. You could defend that. Could I see a world in which the Packers are great? Absolutely. Could I see a world in which they finish with the number one seed again and wind up in the Super Bowl and win the whole thing? Absolutely. 
Let me go to Green Bay's schedule here. Let's go through this. We got some tough games. Here we go. They open with, oh, at the Saints. Now, that game is in Jacksonville. They get, I hate to put it in this context, but they're not playing a true road game here. They're, they're not playing in New Orleans because of the hurricane. Then they get the Lions. Then at San Francisco, ooh, that's a Sunday night game. That's a good game. Then home with the Steelers, that's not easy. At the Bengals, at the Bears, home Washington, at Cardinals, at Kansas City. So that's obviously not easy at all. They have Seattle on the schedule. They have the Rams on the schedule at home. They have at the Ravens. Now, I don't see it. I mean, that's a really tough schedule. Because the Buccaneers, I, I don't know that I've done a good enough job of pointing this out. Not only do I think the Bucs are the best team, they have the easiest schedule in the NFL. It's incredible, but they do. <laughs> they actually, by last year's records, have the easiest schedule in the NFL. The Packers do not. I don't see it, but I like the take. Uh, it's Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? We got Susan. All right, Susan, give me an outrageous prediction that you believe to be true. It's really outrageous because, first of all, they have to keep him upright. But if Joe Burrow can stay upright, he will be the comeback player of the year and the NFL MVP. Mm. Okay. Whoa. Well, I love it. Comeback player of the year, I love. Hot I take. love Joe Burrow. That is a hot take. And the Bengals have a few things working against them. Let's pull up their schedule. They have a, the, they have working against them, unfortunately, is that, is that they play in what might be the best division in the NFL. The, 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 there may not be a division that has three teams better than those three, although a lot of people don't like Pittsburgh, and I could see it going sideways on them. I love Burrow, and I thought he was terrific last year. Who do they have outside the division? They play the NFC uh, North. So they've got the Vikings. They've got the Bears. You know, they got Green Bay. And who else have they got in here? I'm looking. Kansas I'm looking. City. So, the, yeah, they play the AFC West. They have Kansas City and the Raiders. They also have the 49ers. Oh. Boy, they got a brutal schedule. That's going to be really tough. Um, look, Susan, I like the pick, and I love, I love your belief in your squad. And we'll see what they're able to do. And I do love the quarterback. And I think they will make improvement. And I could easily see him being the comeback player of the year. MVP, that's what I love about fans. Every now and again, um, it, it's not short for fanatics for nothing. I love it. Uh, Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Let's chat with Pete. All right, Pete, you're on ESPN Radio. Give me an outrageous take that you believe. I, I truly believe Chase Young will get 20 sacks. Mm -hmm. He'll get 30 tackles for loss, four forced fumbles, and a touchdown. The only problem with the prediction is that they have four first-round picks that are playing at the top of their game, so that those numbers are going to be spread around a little bit. So I'm not sure about the prediction, but that Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat, it's going to give Bubba nightmares all year long. Don't talk yourself out of it, my man. I like it. I like the pick. I've, I've been riding the Washington bandwagon uh, throughout this entire offseason, and those guys are the reason why. They have a defensive line with Chase Young and a guy named Sweat and a guy named Payne. I mean, they're bringing the pain and the sweat to Bubba's Dallas Cowboys. What do you think of that, Bubba? Stick that one in your pipe and smoke it over there. Yeah, like I'm worried about what Pete thinks about <laughs> Dallas, all right? Wake me up when you guys have the number one offense in the NFL like I predicted yesterday, which is clearly going to happen. So wait, wait till that happens. Well, actually, I think there's a better chance, Bubba, yes. that Washington – has the best defense in the NFL than there is that the Cowboys have the best offense in oh, the NFL. Right. What do you think of that? Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I think so. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. Putting the kiss of death on that. 
Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Yeah, let's go to Derek. All right, Derek, give me a hot take that you genuinely believe. I believe Teddy Bridgewater is going to be in the running for the MVP race this season. All right, Derek. Um, I don't really know how to react to that. I I like Teddy very much. I feel terrible (laughs) about that injury that happened to him. I have a lot of people. Look, here's what I'll tell you. Bart Scott sitting on my set with me on TV this morning. I didn't get a chance to. We didn't get this on the air, but we were talking off the air. He loves Denver. Loves Denver. Loves the defense. The running back is really good. The kid they drafted out of North Carolina is really good. They've got two excellent receivers. Well, they have Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy should be an excellent receiver. Um, so it's it's there for Teddy. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see him recapture some of the magic. I'm old enough to remember tanking for Teddy. Remember that when he was in college? Oh, yeah. So let's see if he can do it. I like it. I like to call. I like the faith. All right, Bubba, give me one more. Let's go to Donovan. Donovan, you're on ESPN Radio. Give me a, an outrageous prediction that you believe. The Las Vegas Raiders will win the AFC West. And I got, and I, and I got, hey, I'm here, Green. Mad Max and Ngakwe, that's a D-line. K.J. Wright and Denzel Perryman, that's a linebacker. Casey Hayward, that played with Gus Bradley, that orchestrated the Legion of Boom. Greeny, that's secondary, man. Trayvon Mullen, Damon Arnett, John Abel. All right, uh, man, Trayvon Moore, number one safety, man. Yeah. We here. Right, we don't need the whole roster. We know who, I love, we know who I plays on the Bubba. Team. Right. That's Bubba talking. Don't be rude to my friend Donovan. Trayvon Merrick actually was the defensive back of the year in the NFL. Uh, excuse me, in college football last year playing safety. He won that award ahead of all those other guys who went ahead of him. And Merrick wound up slipping. Do I remember this right? Did he fall into the second round? I love that kid. Listen, Donovan, I love your call, and I love your passion, and I love your enthusiasm. I hate to say this. I think the Raiders are going to stink. Um, I think they're, they are the fourth team in a four-team division. That, that's, but they're much in the same situation Cincinnati is. Their defense during John Gruden's tenure has been the worst in the NFL. So I was impressed that he rattled off the entire defense, but I don't think most of those guys are any good. Didn't you give me the stat the other day that John Gruden has lost more games than any other coach over the last three years? That still has his job. Matt Patricia, Doug Marone, and the other was Adam Gase, and all those guys were fired. Those are the ones who have lost the most games, and then Gruden is next. Gruden is next. And the other three guys got fired, and he's got his job. Yeah, seven years left on his deal. Yeah, I mean, look, John's not going anywhere, and so it's, you know, the pressure on him is what it is. But I know John well enough to know he is insanely focused and driven. It is literally etched on his face. Um, And so I think it will – They've just missed on too many players. We brought it up the other day. You you did a good job of putting these names up there. They rebuilt, or they had the chance to rebuild that roster. They traded away Amari Cooper and uh, Khalil Mack. They had five first-round picks in a two-year stretch. And rattle off the names. They missed on, did they miss on all but one of them? Cleveland Farrell. Yeah, that's so far a disaster. Josh Jacobs. He's really good, but he's a running back. So, I mean, you could argue about whether or not... Um, that's worthy of a first-round pick. Some people would say no, but anyway. Safety, Jonathan Abram. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been any good at all. Henry Ruggs is a rookie. Yeah, I mean, he didn't do – he caught one touchdown against the Jets, and that was pretty much it. And Damon Arnett, the cornerback, that was one of the worst cornerbacks. Uh, Statistically, I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of reason to be very concerned right now in Las Vegas. We will see. In 30 seconds, 
Hembo is going to give us a number that you need to know that might change your opinion on tonight's game. That's after these 30 seconds from Zip Recruiter. What if you could put the same type of rigor that the pro leagues use for players into your hiring process? Well, you can if you use Zip Recruiter. Zip Recruiter's technology finds qualified candidates for your open roles and proactively presents them to you, and you can invite your top choices to apply for your job. It's no wonder four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. Right, I've been telling you all week long, I think tonight's game is a blowout. I love Tampa tonight. I would give the points. That number was at six. It opened at six. It went up, I, I believe, as high as nine. At last check, it was eight and a half. But you've promised me a number that is going to shake me to my core. What is it? The number, Greeny, is that 93%. No. 93% of public public money is on Tampa Bay tonight as we speak. 93%. That's really bad. That's really bad. If you are a listener to this show, then you already know. And I was reading a piece by David Purdom the other day. 36% more people are expected to bet on NFL games this year than ever before. Wagering is obviously because it's becoming legal in so many places, is a huge part of this. And so we are going to make a point, and we will do a feature every Friday on it, and we're going to make a point regularly for all of you who are interested in gambling. Maybe you're someone who is sort of dipping your toe into this that never had before because it had something of a shady connotation to it that it doesn't anymore. Um, I have been in favor of legalized gambling as long as I've been in the business. So I'm personally very happy that it's happening and happy to pass along this information. Here's the first thing I will tell you if you're not one who knows a lot about this. There are very few hard, fast rules. But one of them is, if 93% of the public money is on anything, go the other way. If 93% of the public bets that the sun is going to rise in the east and set in the west, go the other way. So that concerns me. That definitely makes me a little hesitant about tonight. You and I have done this for four or five years now, and we have identified... A number, dozens of games in which this has been the case, and we've hit on them at least two-thirds of the time, I would just say. Right. Th- this obviously still leaves in the possibility of a backdoor cover. I mean, the, the, the Bucks can win convincingly and still not cover. But this number, we'll obviously see how it changes between now and game time, tells me the Bucks are not going to cover. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. So, so this could be a game that's uh, it's 23-10. Now, that's not enough. The Bucks are going to score more points than mm-hmm. that. It's 34-17. And then they score a touchdown late and get the two, and it winds up 34-25? Something yeah, like that. But that's nine. It's not doing it. I, I, I got, I, boy, I have a tough time picturing this. Bubba, does this give you hope? What is your honest, remove your, well, not, don't literally remove your Cowboys jersey right now, but remove, <laughs> <laughs> what do you expect to happen in the game tonight? Bubba, the crazy Cowboy fan, go. I expect Dak to come back. And dominate. <laughs> you think the Cowboys are going to win the night? Yeah, I think, you know, maybe start a little slow. We're going to take, we're going to ease into it. Tampa Bay is going to be fired up. But we got Dan Quinn on defense. I don't know if you've heard. Yes. We got a new defensive coordinator. One minute. We have a new <laughs> defensive coordinator. Mike Nolan's out. He's gone. That was ridiculous. Dan Quinn is glorious. We got Micah Parsons. He's going to be great. So we got a whole new defense, whole new scheme. It's a whole new ball game. Last year's out the window, plus the number one offense in the NFL, as you said. As I said, heard it here first yesterday. So 
Tampa Tom better watch out. Yeah, they'll raise the banner. Great. But they're going to go 0-1. I love it. I love outright. Bubba's faith. Bubba, outright? Outright. He's got the Cowboys in the money line. What could you get on that? What's the money line on the Cowboys tonight? Oh, Probably by. a very tasty little number. I'm telling you, fade the public, man. Fade the public tonight. I mean, always. That, that, that's that's the, the ultimate rule. What do you got? You got it, and uh, we will we'll find it for you later. Anyway, if you're looking for that kind of conversation, we will be the place to get it. But one way or another, enjoy it. Football is back and better than ever tonight. Cowboys, Bucks. We'll see you tomorrow. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.